It feels like we haven't done this in a little bit, even though we did do a recording last week. Yeah, I, it feels, it feels like that, it feels a little bit like we've gotten to the end of the mystery and we're just kind of phoning it in a little bit, you know? Yeah. But we, ha but we haven't, we did finish it, we just haven't watched an episode to record a, a podcast on in, in a minute. Last week, uh, we had a, our guest on uh to talk with us uh the the podcast listener will notice no difference yeah in the you you won't notice any difference in the schedule however if you peek behind the curtain you will see that everything's all funky uh we have like a, a, an extra set out for dinner there is evidence that someone else has been in the recording booth and you're like hmm what's hey, this who was here who was here who could have possibly had the steak tartare <laughs> and that's when the lights will cut out and there's a body there's a scream in the house and that was that's when all of us will have to get together to find out who the real killer is mm -hmm. uh tim curry is is there um, um i i forget the rest of the cast of clue just because i keep thinking about all of tim curry well, um well, yeah it's he's a he's a dominating presence in that movie i'm pretty sure christopher lloyd's in that movie Christopher Lloyd is in that movie. Um, um, those are the two people that I know from Clue. Yes, <sighs> I know there. Are, I know there. That that cast is actually pretty, pretty, pretty freaking good. Who um, plays Mr. Who plays Mr. Body in that movie? I'm uh, holding. You're you're catching me on my back foot right now. I haven't watched Q, Clue in a few years. I need I to just, do it again this season. I just, can you can you fucking imagine? You're you get a call from your agent. You're an actor, and you're like. Hey, listen, dude, I got you a killer role in a movie. <laughs> Tim Curry's going to be there. Christopher Lloyd's going to be there. The other main star talent of that movie going to be there. You're like, incredible. Wow, I can't believe I got it. Who am I going to be in this masterpiece of a film? And they're like, oh, you're going to be the guy that dies right away. Listen. You're Mr. Body. Listen, that's a, that's also just like a good... that. That feel I feel like that's a prized role for actors. Actors love to die. Um, they love to die. I just you if you are in a movie with the star power that Clue has, you just would hope you get a scene or two to act off of them instead of eating it in the first dinner scene. Here's the thing: what what dying means if you're like in a movie and like a, in a murder mystery, especially like a. a uh one like clue where the body is kept around that that means that you're gonna be on set a lot which means you get get to hang out with those people all the time but uh you just have to play dead for a little that's bit. true all you have to do is is just pretend to be dead you don't have to do any acting or anything hmm i might have reversed my position on being the body <laughs> unfortunately for you and i lexi i am stuck in the role of competent um but uh, not as competent as the main detective. I'm the side the side detective here. I'm more yes. of a doctor. Some you, would say you've leveled up your competence because this uh, with this episode, uh, you've watched an entire anime. 
You've seen, That's true. You've seen I've an seen, anime. I, I've done an anime. We did the whole thing. Yeah, we watched the and whole it, thing. These are the last this, two episodes of this mm-hmm. anime. Now, it was quicker this time because it because it's not a multiple season anime like My Hero Academia was. So, Isaacin has the distinct honor of being the first anime I've ever finished. Saw yes. all the way to completion. Yeah, uh that's that's good. Uh I I feel like Isaacin is a good first anime to have finished. Um by the way, uh, welcome to a study in Sakuga. Uh, I am the anime Sherlock, Lexi. I am the anime Watson Holden King. And welcome welcome to our show that is, I guess now I'm an expert in? Yeah. I guess now, I guess now I'm the anime Sherlock. No, you're still not the anime <laughs> Sherlock. You, 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 well, you, can't, you can't blame a guy for trying. I just thought I'd throw my hat in the ring. One of these days, Lexi. What Holden? What's a goe? <laughs> Holden, what's Goemon? That sounds like a Digimon. It's not a Digimon. Are you all sure? Right, there's, yep. there's like there's like seven hundred of those Digimon, and I know they all end with Mon. Let's uh, let's keep moving though. Uh, Are you sure that I don't want to Google it because it feels like a spoiler, but, but it definitely feels like Goemon was friends with with Tai and Agumon. I definitely feel like. I'm going that to happened. I'm going to get a picture of uh of Goemon. Okay. Uh for you to see and uh alright, got that. Okay. And linking it to you. Okay. That's a Goemon. This could be a Digimon. <laughs> You're telling this... me this couldn't be a Digimon? You take away the body, that's like a base form Digimon. You're telling me you think this little blue-haired ninja boy is... could be a din- Digimon. Let me ask you a question. If I presented you, I took away the body, and I just showed you the head, and I said, what kind of creature is this? You would probably say, oh, that looks like a Digimon. <laughs> uh... They're pretty cute when you just get them down to like their little base forms. I had I had uh, Digimon. Uh, I think Evolutions was it? What's the one with uh, Vmon? I don't know. I didn't we play too. I didn't play yeah. too much Digimon. Um, Doesn't matter. The Vmon was cool. Uh, he got he got a cool upgrade that gave him firepower. So I like that. Um. Anyway, we're not here to talk about Goemon. Uh, either the Go. Either the one of the titular Goemon uh, franchise or uh, the Goemon from Lupin. Uh, There's more than one. Yes. Oh my god. Well, uh, I'll take my. I will respectfully take my hat back out of the ring. It's it's because Ishikawa Goemon is a historical uh, figure of Japan or a mythological figure, um, but um, but. Uh, he's, he's been put into a few anime. Uh, well, uh, I'm so glad that you brought up a mythical figure from Japanese lore, because these episodes of Keep Your Hands Off Isaacin that we are discussing this time feature the Kappa pretty heavily. Yes, and you called I thought, it! I did call it! It is about Kappa! You gave nothing away! Yep, uh, you said, I thought there would be more Kappas in, in the last episode, 
and I just zipped my lip knowing that there would be more Kappas. And you said, boy, what a shame that is. You're right. I wish there were more Kappas. You got me pretty good. Yep. I didn't read your facial tics like, uh, <laughs> like uh, Sherlock Holmes. Mm -hmm. The words didn't appear around my head as I drew a conclusion. So um, I missed it, but that's okay. Because I got more Kappa, I got more Kappa jokes this time. Yep. Uh, but uh, we are talking about Isaacen, uh, adapted from the manga by Sumito Owara, uh, and this uh, season of anime was under the helm of Masaki Yuasa. Uh, this was his last work, uh, and uh, it makes it very impactful. We'll talk more about that next episode, though. Um, yes, well, that's the second half of second half of this podcast and more importantly the podcast following this one yes this is uh season one episode 11 each other's existence yes which uh, is uh it's nice being excited about other people existing and we open on uh the isaacan club has 45 days until the anime has to be finished and Asakusa still does not have the complete story. No, she absolutely hasn't. Um, <laughs> Forty-five days until the deadline is a bad is a bad time to have not finished the outline. Yes, this is some bad procrastination going on. <laughs> gone it's, here. <laughs> it's truly terrible. Um, and also, I I deeply feel this. <laughs> is that it's 45 days out you're supposed to be mostly done and you are just like well i've i've put off the story uh and that's rough but um here we mostly are i guess this is all that we've got to work with i'll just i'll just do it by the seat of my pants i guess it's cutting it pretty close yeah it's cutting it pretty dang close um <laughs> really close yeah um, people, people are starting to, not only, it's not only the producer now, it's like the art club and yeah, Domeki. The, yeah, the art club and Domeki are all like, hey, um, we, we need the, uh, the rest of the story to, like, work on things. Um, and Asakusa has to kind of leave and is just like, I still, I still don't know what's up with these aliens. She's like, doesn't, still trying to figure it out. Doesn't really know anything about them, although helpfully is eating cucumber, which apparently Kappa's like. Yes. So maybe maybe she is not a raccoon dog at all, but in fact a Kappa. <laughs> I think I think Asakusa might just be a variety of uh <laughs> Yokai. That mm. that might be her whole thing. That, that might be it. That she is mysterious and strange to other people, and that is why they see her as yokai. Uh, I mean, you have to be pretty mysterious and strange to eat a cucumber like Bugs Bunny eats a carrot, is what <laughs> I'll say. Listen, I keep saying this, but cucumber's good. Cucumber is, I'm sorry, not good. <laughs> I don't I don't want to start, we don't have to do we don't have to. Point. We don't have to do this, because it's a vegetable <laughs> and not a tasty snack, so. Um. But <laughs> um, the, this the, after we get through the opening, this fucking episode is bizarre in a number yeah. of ways. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a lot that goes on in this episode that's like 
pretty strange. So first, we have Kanamori, who is, uh, like, talking with a club that is that they are contacting to uh, do, like, burn the DVDs for them. Kind of unclear what this club is uh, explicitly. I think that's by design. Uh, Kanamori mentions that they did some work with the Dead Sea Scrolls. Um, as you know, a high school club is wont to do. I, I I don't know if they're just talking about the actual Dead Sea Scrolls or if they're making a, a, a an Evangelion reference there. But either way, is very funny. They did say no, that wasn't us. We did part of the Nag Hammadi Library, and I don't know who that is. It sounds like some sort of library of Alexandria. Um, but. They they have agreed to take the finished anime and burn it on DVDs that they can sell for cheap, which sounds illegal. Yeah. Uh, and if it sounds illegal, that's because it is. Yes. Uh, well, it's at least illegal under the jurisdiction of the school, because guess who's here? The security club is here to shut this shit down. They've got <laughs> they've got drones. They've got yeah, an the, MRAP? The 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 bootlicker club is back and they came with their full police budget. Drones, tanks, they got uh automatic weapons. They like they storm the building. They come in through like uh wires on the top. The club that is offering to burn the, I assume the Mafia Club, we'll say, <laughs> that uh, is offering to burn the DVDs on the inside have have guns, mm-hmm. um, but they are paintball guns, um, which doesn't make sense to me. Why have that <laughs> if if you needed that? Obviously, you just are not going to do anything to a tank. Whatever, doesn't matter. Um, the student council is here to lay down the law. Yeah, the student council has is just absolutely shutting down this other club, and Isaacin really can't do anything about it because they have actually broken some school rules, apparently. Um, yeah, they straight up tased the president yeah, of this club, like for real, like, like for, for real, real, for real, for like real, for real. For real. <laughs> like uh, these these children in that are cosplaying as police officers essentially tase one of their classmates this is Um, (laughs) this is a problem like i i cannot think of this uh, of where uh the actual police force is at with uh militarization if the if the school security club has mraps and tasers i think it's pretty (laughs) i think it's pretty telling that they appear to be extremely well funded uh as a club um, and Isaacin is not, despite the fact that the student council was pretty clear that you have to, uh, form, you have to be in some sort of competition, you have to lend your name to some credentials in order to get any funding. Uh, which means that they're literally just, uh, literally just doing what the police do now, is they get all the money to, to be the hired goon squad, I suppose. Yes, yeah. Um... I can't believe they were like, no, we don't have budget for your anime. And they give their, like, third and fourth tank to the security club. Like, what the fuck? You're like, no, sorry, we couldn't fund your anime club where you make anime. That sounds fun and all, but we have to buy a fourth tank for the security club. Just in case, you know, we need them on campus. We're all 16, by the way. Um, 
but this confrontation between the uh the bootlicker club and uh these cd these illegal cd burners uh <laughs> and Kanamori's like yeah you uh, yeah that's all fine and good but uh we're not like them and also you're gonna have to pay for uh all the damage you caused to our club room (laughs) (laughs) here's a bill for all the the damage your cops did sorry next time just try walking in the fucking door nobody in here has guns like you actually literally do also i like uh on the shot that they show isaacin like watching them all leave uh (laughs) domeki bless her heart is like up there with a, a boom mic getting all the sound of guns and this uh, like raid happening. This is a good bit that is actually carries through the last two episodes. Is that Domeki comes with them, but she doesn't consider herself part of the club, so she's just kind of recording stuff for her sound museum. Yeah. It's very like, good fun. for her. Um but we do get we do get back and there's a sort of we get back into the swing of things, right? Yeah. Um uh, they, the student council leaves threateningly, um, but it's full steam ahead on production for the anime. Yes, we see we see a brief montage of uh, Isaacin working on things. Uh, they show the like they're setting up the audition for the uh, voice actors, and it has which, like again, a, uh, which again, I don't want to spoil too much, but uh, they did not use any voice <laughs> acting in the anime. <laughs> Uh, yeah, in the why short are you auditioning all these fucking people? <laughs> in the short that we see, uh, there is no voice lines. Which is a pretty complete story. I, I'm, I'm fine with if they're like, oh yeah, you didn't see it all because it, you know, it's like a, it's like a movie length. Mm-hmm. Fine. But we see a pretty condensed length of film that mm-hmm. seems to be complete. And there was nobody talking in that. Nobody was talking in that. Um... So yeah, we see this uh, the like them setting up this aud- audition space, and there's like a whole bunch of uh, Mizusaki uh, faces plastered all over everything to like get people to come and do this. Uh, and we also see uh, fucking Asakusa climbing out of the sewers like a ninja turtle. She is fucking <laughs> procrastinating so hard. This is another Kappa thing, though, right? She comes from the sewers. Yeah, she's doing a, she's doing Kappa stuff again. And she finds the vice principal, like, doing some gardening on, uh, on a little planter that's outside the school. And, uh, we also get to see the, uh, Neue Deutsche Heart Club. Uh. What? (laughs) Who are these weird German men? (laughs) Why are they here? These these buff, identical-looking students who are apparently all just very into new German hard metal. Is that a club that you can be in? Yeah, we, we I, talked about... I ab- guess. <laughs> we talked about this. They all have beards, too, so... They all have beards. How old are you? Why is, why is this a club? Are you? What are you doing? They're also just jogging information? Mm-hmm. What? Is that a thing that you do in the German hard rock club? What is happening with this club? What is happening with this school? I don't understand. I get that it's supposed to be a little surrealist. Sure. I got more questions about this hard German metal uh, 
club than I do about the bootlicker club, right? (laughs) (laughs) Lingering questions! What's happening? I don't know what's happening. (laughs) Uh, But they... Neither does Asakusa. She sees the flower, ignores the German metal club, um, and is like starting to put the pieces together. She her gears are turning here. Yeah, because she sees she sees the vice principal who like has been a, an oppositional force to her and Isaacin, and here she is kind of just like being peaceful and like pursuing her own hobby, which is gardening, and uh. Asakusa has this uh, kind of like, hmm, we aren't too different, actually, but how We're can I so get her to see that? <laughs> we got a lot in common. How am I supposed to let my enemy know? Uh, so she's, she, you know, she takes that lesson. She goes back to her, her studio where she looks at some ants. And some leaves. And some, some big leaves. leaves. Yeah, some big leaves. Um, and she said, ah, these are the leaves you can make money off of. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, means nothing to us right now. Oh, uh, uh, it, it, it probably... So, a thing that Tanukis can do is turn leaves into money. Um, oh. Yeah. That was... that. I didn't know about that because that's not one of Mario's powers when he gets the Tanuki suit. Yeah, it is. it Super isn't Mario. one. But, I wish uh, it was. I don't know how that would work in a platforming level, but feels like. But yeah, that, that's hmm. a, that's a thing Tanukis can do. They they turn leaves into money. Okay. Um, well then, by okay, so then she gets trapped in a net. She yeah. Basically, <laughs> she she basically she has her her idea, which is, oh, things change depending on what perspective you have of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she then she gets trapped in a net. She's caught by her but... producer. By her producer, who has uh, gotten a, a small animal net to catch Asakusa yeah. in. It's like a. It's more like a big butterfly net. It's a big butterfly net, uh, and uh, they're like, "Well, we caught her. Uh, we we caught we caught this Tanuki, and uh, then uh, Misasaki's like, I oh, I see a a different bear over there, and uh, uh seeing a hey, Mister Fujimoto." Mr. Fu- oh, is F- Mr. Fujimoto is uh, just chilling in a, one of the bombed out cars that are just kind of like parked around the uh, the studio. Yeah, he's like windows knocked out, <laughs> rusting to, to shit. Got to be super uncomfy. He's just in there playing some Game Boy. Yeah, and uh, uh, <laughs> uh, Kanamori says actually the tech marks him as a, a, a human, not a bear, and he says just so you know. I have been here the entire time. <laughs> He's like, hey, you know all that bullshit uh, that uh, you guys keep doing? You're pulling all-nighters and coming in on Sundays like today? Um, yeah, guess what? You have to have a fucking teacher. Your sponsor has to be there for that shit. So I've just been chilling all the time here. Yep. Uh, he's like, and I never get a day off. Ever. Because <laughs> you never take a day off. Ever. Ever. I'm here uh, all the time. But but it's okay because he's catching up on his Game Boy games. Yeah, he's he's got his he brought a lot of them. He brought like his Switch, his DS, his Game Boy. He uh he came prepared, uh, and he was like, nah, it was it was uh it was difficult to make a decision for a while, but I after a while you just kinda have to pick one. <laughs> yeah, uh and 
<laughs> he's like, you also, uh, seeing you all work and see, seeing you're actually coming over and talking to me, noticing me for the first time, I have a lesson to impart upon you, which is, uh, you have to fucking chill and relax sometimes if you're constantly thinking about work. Uh, you won't get anything done. Uh, you have yeah. to take breaks sometime. He, uh, he's, he, he's like, you do have to have, you have to have some enjoyment. You can't, you can't just put all of yourself into work all the time. And with basically nothing else, Asakusa and, uh, Mizusaki immediately run off to play hooky. Yep. Um, this, uh, they have, uh, they take up they Mr. Fujimoto's to- words as carte blanche to, uh, dick around for a little yeah, while to just fucking completely ruin their day of work um Kanamori is like hey what the fuck i need them to work uh and mr fujimoto says the best work comes from a sense of play uh which is Honestly, true that He's is right true. that's that's great advice yeah but here can i tell you my theory about this scene uh yes you can tell uh, me mr fujimoto wants to go fucking home Yes, it's Sunday. I, I also he's think like, he wants to he's go like, fucking home. <laughs> yeah, he's like, hey, you know what you should try? Have you tried fucking off and not being here? That would be great. I think that would really help your work if you did anything else for today. <laughs> and they're like, wow, great point, Mr. Fujimoto. I can't believe it. Thank you so much. Uh, and then he gets to go home and sleep in his own bed instead of in this fucking wrecked car. Uh, Yeah. He did this because he thought it would be good for his back. There's no way that car is good for his back. That's really good. Thank you, though. Sorry, I had to praise my girlfriend's cooking for a moment. Mm. Uh, (laughs) So, yeah, that car is... He took this took this mentor job to be good for his back and that car cannot be good for his back lexi absolutely not he no. is not doing any uh any service to his back right now just laying that, in the that poor, <laughs> that poor man but we cut to see uh asakusa and uh, uh mizusaki doing the floor is lava with some like lines on the pavement and Kanamori uh, just uh, just like walking on the lava very <laughs> it is it is a good bit for them to be like hovering over lava on like this thin this thin um thin strip of land and then Kanamori's hovering just above the lava because she refuses to play along <laughs> yeah she's uh, like I'm not coming I'm not I'm not going along with this one I don't care I'm just I have to watch you two uh because it's my job. <laughs> so, it, it is her job to make sure they don't die or anything. Which is probably good because they decide to go into one of the... the I want to say culvert, but it's not. It's more like a... It's, it's more like a, a flood floodway. So, what it looks... It looks like uh, this like little man-made river uh, that that goes into a tunnel that they kind of like follow down and through as they kind of like walk through this like paved river and it like it, we see them like go around a bend and uh like through some like uh, a mountainous area and some cliffs 
and like you can start to tell that this this was a road <laughs> this was this was just a road yeah it it was it, it's more apparent because they they keep seeing parts of a city mm-hmm. they they eventually get to an abandoned part of the city but along the way there's like you know like a playground that you can't really access anymore because the only way to get in is through a waterway yeah or something um and then when they finally get to the the other side uh it is it is just like a completely flooded section of city like cars are underwater and like there's water running down concrete steps yeah yes the road itself has been completely flooded with moving water and it seems like the this is like a, a it looks like almost a parking area that like some cars have been just like left to rot in and it's just what the fuck is this area of the town yeah it was just like left abandoned what what, what the fuck what is happening here what was this area this I, we get nothing here we get yeah. nothing in terms of world building other than that there's just a whole portion of this fucking city where everything be- has been abandoned yeah uh abandoned and left to flood essentially um and like seeing this and uh when when asakusa sees cars like half in water her immediate thought is cool submarines yeah not not how horrible look at the effects of global warming happening before my eyes no she thinks about submarines which god bless her god bless her um but uh but, like, seeing all of this and, like, thinking about flooded cities, she's like, well, what about, uh, what about a fantastical city like Atlantis that, uh, that, like, they started building, like, uh, at the top and they built down and then they realized that building, on like, across underwater was actually easier, uh, uh, easier, like, traveling between the two cities and stuff and, like, is like, what does any of this have to do with our anime? This is fucking nothing. Thank you, Asakusa, for wasting my time. <laughs> uh, and then she immediately falls in the, the deep river. Yep. We, we go into Sketchface to see this cool underwater city, but it's just like, this, this, is, this isn't useful to us. Uh, it seems like Asakusa is about to have, like, a brain blast. Because they talk like, about Kappas. They were like, oh, shit. Asakusa sticks her head under the water and is like, I see stuff down there. There's fish and everything. Mm-hmm. And and Mizusuki, or Mizusaki asks if it's a Kappa that she sees. All the yeah. seeds just being laid down right here. All the seeds are, are being laid and she's about to, like, figure it all out. We see the, like, things, like, click together and hit in her head. But then she just falls into the river and Kanamori has to, like, jump in and save her before she gets swept away. It's true. She's not a good swimmer and not as tall as Kanamori, so. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing that you have a friend that, one, knows how to swim, and two, is very tall to help save you. Also, Domeki's it... been here the entire time. Uh, she was hanging back recording everything. <laughs> Domeki! Dome- this So, this is the thing, is this episode is meandering Mm -hmm. and i it wants to be it's doing this on purpose right yeah it is it is literally the the text of of it is that they are meandering yes 
and, while trying to wrap up. Mm-hmm. So, in that way, it makes sense. Like like everything else in the show, it is tied directly into what they are are trying to accomplish, right? Story story building wise. Um, I don't understand what role Domeki is supposed to be playing here. She's I, just like how is she's just following around with mics, getting sounds. Why? <laughs> why? I think I think seeing Domeki is the punchline to the the joke set up earlier that we kind of skipped over, which was uh, Kanamori uh, posited that this area of town might actually be haunted uh, because she saw some like movement in trees as they were walking through, and it it was just Domeki. Domeki had been following following them and taking a different path, uh, but. Yeah, I think this is the punchline, is that it was Domeki all along. Haunted by Domeki, I guess. Um, I don't think that joke was very funny, so that's that's what we get. I like seeing more of Domeki, though. Yep, we like to see do- more of Domeki. <laughs> we love to see more of Domeki. However, when we get back to the studio from this outing, the uh, student council has taped a threat to the door. They've left a horse head in all of their beds. <laughs> Yeah, uh, they, they've said, it says that they have to shut their shit down now. You cannot sell things outside of school. Like, period. Um, this, this isn't really too spooky for them because they've been ignoring the student council for the entire time. But what it does do is rattle the confidence of all of the clubs that they have working for them. The art club specifically is like, hey, I want no part of this. Yeah. Uh, they're like did you see what happened do you see what happened to the guys who worked on the dead sea scrolls their club (laughs) that guy got fucking tased and (laughs) then expelled in that order i don't i don't want to be tased then expelled i uh unless you uh fix this we're done um so then uh asakusa is like wait where's kanamori kanamori could wrap this up like uh easy peasy and uh Mizusaki's like she hasn't. She wasn't at school at all. Uh, at all today, didn't you notice? Uh, she called out sick, and uh, they're like, "Okay, we have to go see Kanamori to like see if she can figure this out." And then we get a flashback three years prior to mm. this moment, which yes. I guess I guess at the beginning of the show was. Um, I think a year and a half ago. So when the show s- started, um, this moment, this flashback was maybe only a year or so prior. Um, I think so. Possibly. Because, because the, the lead time on this project was at least half a year. I want to, I want to say that the three years uh, earlier, um, like, thing is supposed to establish that it is about the same time of year in uh, Kanamori and Asukasa going to the same middle uh, middle school together. Like this was their first year of middle school. How many years do is Japanese middle school? Uh, middle school is three uh, is three years, and high school is three years. Okay, so they must be all be high school freshmen then. Yes, they're all high school freshmen. That was established the first episode. You're right. Yep. Okay. This timeline checks out. I'm so glad we did the math. <laughs> um, and I guess they're in they're in their middle school gymnasium, 
Mm-hmm. They're in weird cult sweatsuits, which I assume gym clothes. Is, it's gym uniforms. Gym. You, you get well, it looks. <laughs> You looks get like school a, uniforms and gym uniforms. Well, sorry, We've been over it, this. It looks like a cult sweatsuit. Sorry, I don't make the rules. Uh, anyway, Kanamori is there, and it's but it's really one of those things. It's essentially the PE equivalent of your teacher standing up the first day and saying, "All right, now you here's your sheet. I need you to gather a fact about everybody in the class." Um. And we're going to play a new person bingo. And you all have to get up and you're like, oh, yeah, my car's red. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I have a dog. (laughs) Yep, my favorite color is orange. And you just have to do that the first day. Except they're doing it with sports and gym activities, which is worse. That's the worst way to do this game. Yeah, they're they're like, okay, you have to pair up and do team stretches that require two people. And like... This is this is a bad thing to do. This is terrible. Why would you to do this kids. To, children, to children? Yeah. Uh so both Kanamori and Asakusa do not have uh someone to pair up with and get paired off together by the teacher, uh which is unfortunate because uh Asakusa and Kanamori both uh have apparently stayed the exact same size through this. Yes, have you not can... grown 1 inch. You can tell that it's the past, uh, though, through uh, uh, Kanamori's design, because she doesn't have glasses yet. No. Her hair's slightly different. Her hair is also slightly different. Uh, this this stretching exercise involves you sort of leaning forward with the other person on your back. And as established previously in fiction, Kanamori is wicked strong. <laughs> Doesn't have any problems with this, you know, barely even makes a face. Uh, yeah. Asakusa, too small. Too, she doesn't but, have the center of gravity for this. Can't do it. Also, just literally too short. Like, Kanamori just bends backwards. <laughs> it's just, Like, it's her feet are still on the ground. Yeah. And uh, Asakusa has bent all the way forward. It's a, it's a sad scene for Asakusa. She, um... Leaves school and she's thinking how she, wouldn't it be nice to just be a hermit when you grow up? Mm-hmm. Who needs who needs to make friends? She says, I'm very lonely, but making friends is really difficult. Maybe I'll just not. And Maybe, uh, <laughs> perhaps I'll simply abstain. And Kanamori says, hey, would you like to be useful to me? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you were playing around in grass. That means that you can pick grass if I want you to. <laughs> uh... She uh she basically asked the one girl that she she can mm-hmm. to come and pick these leaves with her. Yeah, she's like, uh, I'll I'll pay you if you help me pick these leaves. And uh, Asakusa's is like, oh, I-, I could use some money. Sure, <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. Uh, so, like, they pick these big leaves we saw Asakusa looking at in the present. Uh, it's, it's, this leaf has been thematically in the whole episode, right? That leaf yeah. into money is is a thing that they're stressing. Mm-hmm. And they do literally turn leaves into money here by, by trading the leaves in at a uh, sushi, or at least a restaurant. Yeah, uh, after they pick the leaves... Uh, Conmore is like, okay, thanks for here's the here's your pay. Uh, I'm gonna go take these where I'm taking them. And Asakusa's like, wait, can I come along, please? 
uh, I want to go on the train with someone, and I haven't done it before. And Conmore's like, what? No. What? Whatever. Fine. <laughs> uh, and she's like... We're not friends. She's we're like, not... She's like, I wanted to go on the train with a friend, says Asakusa. And Kanamori's like, no, let's be clear. We're, we are not friends, actually. We are... Uh, uh, also, the, teacher, the, the teachers in gym today told a lie in that stretching with a stranger would make you friends. That's incorrect. That's a magical uh, way of thinking. That's mm-hmm. fake. And what Asakusa hears is, oh, friendship is magic. That's nice. Yeah. That's a, <laughs> that's a fun way to think of that. Uh, Asakusa is like, well, we don't have to be friends, uh, but I'm still coming along with you on this because I want to go on the train. And, like, they, they have a little chat. They... Uh, Asakusa does some, uh, sketches of the train in her notebook. Kanamori's like, are you doing a drawing? <laughs> That's okay. Okay. You're doing a drawing in front of me. Okay. Yeah, she, she does, she does make a point to say that they are, if not mutually beneficial, they mm-hmm. are, it, it's a, a partnership in mm-hmm. Kanamori's eyes. They are coexisting yeah um usefully coexisting yes and uh when we see uh asakusa's sketchbook in this uh past time period the lines i will note are a lot rougher here they are i was gonna point out this is a good this is a good bit because the people in in the future are they're rough sketched but the anatomy is so much better yeah here they're they're like they're like the outline of a person Right. Mm-hmm. This is what this is what a middle schooler who got the anime uh the anime how to draw anime book uh yeah. would would draw like a like an outline of a person. Mhm. Which who amongst us didn't have the how to draw anime book? <laughs> I know I did. I didn't do very good with it, but I I also <laughs> got that book from the library and tried to Also, that was a trick question. I never got the how to draw anime book. What? I did get the how to draw dinosaurs book oh yeah that tracks <laughs> that book fucking slapped good book <laughs> i'm surprised you didn't also pick up the how to draw superheroes book i uh so i do have i do have that it's actually on my shelf right now <laughs> uh in my in my modern day adult office i have it and it's on my shelf um but yeah uh they take this train ride and Kanamori shows where she was taking these leaves uh, and it's to this restaurant that serves fish on them because, uh, it's, it's a, it's easier than washing plates and it has a nice scent to it. Yeah. Um, but I think that's, I think that's nice. I think that's nice. nice. I think that's nice. Yeah. And, uh, we don't see how much money Kanamori makes from this, but guaranteed it was more than the $10 she gave Asakusa. Yeah. It, it seems like a lot of money because <laughs> like, uh, she opens the envelope and she has a big grin. Uh, and then we like fade back to Asakusa and Mizusaki on the train. And Mizusaki's like, so how did you and Kanamori become friends? And Asakusa's just like, <laughs> we aren't friends. Oh, no, we're not friends. We're comrades. <laughs> totally different. It's very totally different. different. <laughs> Which is what she did refer to uh, Mizusaki as previously so yeah it's good to see that um asakusa is at least consistent with her dear friends yes uh this is this is the conclusion to that flashback though is that the two ways of seeing that relationship 
are from Kanamori's perspective, which is instead of friends, we are coexisting beneficially mm-hmm. to each other. And from Asakusa's point of view, they are not friends, they are comrades, which is distinct. Yes. Uh and then we see uh we see the house Kanamori lives in, the Kanamori home. Uh and a a little bit of voice acting thing here. I love the way Kanamori says Domo. Like, there is just like I don't know what it is, but when her mom brings her some milk and she's just like, thank you. It, like, it does sound like she's sick, she is weak, and she is thankful to her mother for bringing this to her. She is wrapped in bed uh, in her blankets. She looks rosy around the cheeks, um, and she does only have one request for her ailing body, and that's more milk. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she's like, oh, and can you also bring me my phone? Thank you. <laughs> uh, it's probably it was pro- what got her sick was probably diving in all those dirty waterways to save Asakusa. I don't yeah. want to point yeah. my fingers here, but that seems like it was that. It was absolutely that. Um, but then but they show up. They, her friends show up. Asakusa and, and Miz, uh, Mr. Saki are here. They brought stuff for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I do like to say, I do like to point out that Asakusa come, comes in and says, Hey there, sicko, we're here to check up on you. <laughs> I, it is very funny. Asakusa is being herself in this conversation and also importantly wore a mask to mm-hmm. come see her friend. It's uh, a good note. If you watch back through the scene, Lexi, she never wears it properly. She just has it under her chin. And if she wasn't going to do it, why even put the mask on, you know? Yeah, I don't I don't know. Uh Asakusa's like messing with Kanamori as she lays sick in bed. She's like <laughs> like putting a like put waggling the grass in front of her like she's a, a cat. She puts her little stuffed bunny on her head and takes a picture. It's <laughs> Asakusa being full Asakusa. <laughs> <laughs> Kanamori says, "It's yes, I am sick. It seems I'm only human after all, which <laughs> I don't know. You have to be more calcium than person at this point, right? With all the milk that you're drinking. Yeah. Um, but uh, Mizusaki finally brings up the reason they came to check up on Kanamori. She's like, "Hey, check out this. the The school is like putting the pressure on us." And Kanamori's like, "Don't even worry about it. It's already been handled. The school is getting." good press from us so they're going to have to give in <laughs> they she says it is the school is they there's the all of the people in town have been calling the school to let them know how much they love that we're doing this they would never let us not now yeah they have no choice we've blackmailed them through good pr we which, we went above their heads got good pr and now they have to let us do it <laughs> it's what a what a master stroke here from Kanamori. Um But it also just goes to show that there are not many stakes in this episode. They keep trying to establish them, and at every turn it turns out that stake was not so important after all. It turns out actually it's fine. Yeah, Kanamori's like, this problem has been solved. What about our other problem? Asakusa, how's the story coming? And then Asakusa 
makes a little gremlin noise as a, a big grin grows on her face, which is one of my favorite moments of this entire show. Is just her face going like real like at first she's sheepish about it, but then she just gets this huge grin and she goes and it's you she says you bet your butt i have a concept it's right here uh this is a great transition to set sketch space she like opens up her her sketchbook the ufo flies out and then we are in sketch space here yeah it's incredible it's It's so good good. it's good (laughs) shit this whole bit is animated in what we've come to expect at this point right if they're fleshing out concepts right so it's, yeah it's you see alterations between it being fully done like a half done sketch state there's like storyboarding elements in there there's black and white rough sketches as they mm-hmm. go through um we get a little glimpse of uh sound space just a little bit yep uh with some winding music in there um the concept over this it's honestly perhaps too complex it's for this a, bit it is a bit confusing uh if maybe you can summarize her concept for the plot of this anime better than i can okay so a town is on the brink of dis- destruction and they and to uh to solve this problem they decide to to split their like it's in threat of being flooded and to better sustain their uh, their city, they split it off into two cities. One will stay above, and the other one will go below the water. And it kind of like split the like city shears off bits of itself, and like this huge tower city like uh, descends a bit, and you can see like the city spreading out and building under the water. And then they exist like this. For a long time, building each other up through cooperation and, uh, and... <laughs> the the people under the water evolved to become what we might recognize as a kappa. Yes. They can breathe water and swim and all that good stuff. And they start communicating to the people above on land through uh, the mechanisms that they showed in the previous episode the 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 bell sort of prayer wheel yes the the bell prayer wheel and the uh ticking uh the like alarm chimes uh is how like on the hue on the like land side it's the prayer wheel on the underground side it's the uh clock bell is how they are communicating with each other but the, uh, this prompts war when the land people dump all their guk into the water where the water people live. yes uh both both uh like both of these cities neglect their communication efforts uh the land starts uh, dumping uh dumping waste into the water as they actually excavate like they are digging up soil from the land they are on to build downward into the land um which prompts the eventual space fight yes the ufo fight yes uh this is what prompts the ufo fight and uh a and a battle rooted uh sorry 
a a war waged because of a forgotten kinship, a conflict born of focusing only on one's conditions. So there, the the final bit of of the anime, as as she pitches it, are you have a kappa and a human that are both captured by the enemy, mm-hmm. and they both realize what they have in common once that they once they have been captured. Yes, once and... they realize this, they I believe go to their respective or alternate ways of communication and activate them so that yes. they can get back on the same page with everybody. Yes, they they repair their way of communication. This causes uh both uh, uh both armies to stand down and finally join together in peace. And then a dance party happens. And then they have a dance party at the end. You know how you have a dance party with the the people you just fought in a, a long war? Mm-hmm. You know, you how know, that happens. That? How that happens sometimes. How that happens. You know, that's... I remember that's what ha- happened when we pulled out of Iraq. Yeah, the... <laughs> we had a dance party. <laughs> yep, Definitely that's remember it. that happening. Yeah. Uh, it all seems a little too neat and tidy, doesn't it? Also, I hate the dance scene. I'm sorry. It's bad. They we get a we get a um we get a little taste of of the hard work that uh Mizusaki has been doing and it sucks. I hate this dance scene. You don't like the dance? It's like Mr. Magoo. It's like uh, Hanna-Barbera Mr. Magoo, that little <laughs> alien in the Flintstones. They all look like him. And they're all doing little flippy dances. I hate it. <laughs> this sucks. I'm glad that this spoilers was fucking cut. This sucks. <laughs> yeah, it it's all this ending is all a bit too neat and tidy for everything. Um but uh the thing that Asakusa is kind of leading to in, in all of this is that like there are lots of ways of different seeing the world and the way we are able to coexist is like kind of bridging that gap and like we see all the side characters uh like looking up to the sky as though they are listening to her speech and understanding and like and then they all go out and get a coexist bumper sticker and everything's fucking fine Mm -hmm. mm-hmm i obviously am not a fan of this ending yeah but uh Asasuka says your values are shaped by your surroundings, which is true. Mm-hmm. And it's only natural that we have two ways of looking at things, which is the theme of the episode, which is the the leaf into money. Yes. Um, they are, uh, Asakusa it explains how they're going to, like, edit the what they've already made to quickly uh, wrap up this story and, like, make it easy for everything. Uh the the kappas can easily be made from just the uh human uh human models because all you have to really do to make a, a kappa is put a little bowl on head and tint their skin green mm. ain't that ain't that the way yep and i really thought they were going to bring whole, the whole butt organ into this <laughs> i thought the kappas would be invading to steal the butt organs you really thought they the were going to bring up the shiro kadama but no no there's nothing no. about that and the Shirokadama, the Kappas know a lot about it, okay? I'm just saying, it seems like they want the butt organ. They know a lot about it. They want to teach you about uh, Shirokadama orgasms. They're like, they're ready. They're like, they're here to fucking talk. They're like, hey. 
uh, the Kappa... The let's fucking chat. They're like, let's fucking chat, okay? Listen... The land uh, people didn't seem to be very open to it. Uh, the Kappas come to the land people and, they, and they're like, hey, we figured something out. It's called pegging. You're gonna love it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the land people ever... Ever the uh, the uh, close-minded creatures that they are declared war. Can you believe it? Ah, uh, it, like it, it's unbelievable. Honestly, I, I simply, <laughs> simply, <laughs> if I were the land people, I simply would have allowed them to steal my butt organ. Uh, the, these changes that Asakusa has. Uh, has pitched are pretty simple to do Mm -hmm. um they do you know they it shows a a small a small montage of them making the edits just to to get it to work uh with the story that she's done it's gone pretty well they do foley work i always like to see foley work it's fun yeah the voice Uh, actors are back why we see the voice actors acting the voices of the lines of like the 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 people who have captured of uh, the the two like main uh characters of their short uh essentially and you see them recording those lines that we never, never hear they'll, they'll <laughs> never know that they will ne- until they bucket fucking buy the dvd they will never know that none of it was used <laughs> um but yeah we see we see them working on all of this and they do it they finish it it's it's uh, ready to be made. All they gotta do is do the last thing that is always done. I know because it's the last thing I do when I ab- edit episodes. It's and that's, put the music in. Put the music in. Put the fucking music in. And of course, nobody's actually thought to check the music this whole time because they thought nope. that shit was in the bag. They thought it was in the bag. No, it wasn't in the bag. The music's different. The music's they wrong. They changed the music. The music is wrong. It doesn't match... It does not match the dance scene. It doesn't match the tone of the movie. This is all they have. They yeah. have nothing else. And they're like, "That's the fucking end of the episode." <laughs> that's that's the end of the episode. <laughs> yep. That's the, that's the end of the fucking episode. They're like, "Oh, it's all. Why is it? We can't use this music. What do we do now? Credits. Credits. What a what a good good way to end that. They're like, ah, oh, yes, we fi- we finally finished it up." Uh, everything is turning out well. This is going to be a smooth and easy release. All we have to do is push the button and... (laughs) (laughs) It's wrong. It's bad. It's wrong. It's bad. It's not bad. It's just sad and slow and piano-based, which is not good dance party music, I think you will agree. No, it's it's all very different. Um... And they're they're going to have to figure this out in the next episode. Uh, and <laughs> we've been there before, Lexi, where we're yep. like, oh, yep. hey, we uh, everything's fucking ready to go, right? Uh, no, no, no. no. Uh, <laughs> this is not working. <laughs> Your microphone didn't fucking work, Holden, and now we have to fucking figure something out. <laughs> yeah, we've been here before. Uh, which is uh, an excellent time to bring up that we should probably go to break now just make sure everything our recordings are fine yep uh just to double check on everything this is making me nervous a little bit holding your recordings fine right i haven't checked my email in two weeks do you think there's anything in there i (laughs) need to look at i just thought it would be fine i got an email back 
we should we should go to break. Fuck! I'm assuming that like the the checking on your recording thing was a bit and that it's all fine. Oh uh, yeah, it's okay. The it was a bit um I did have to go and just make sure that all of my other stuff was saved. <laughs> See, I I did a joke into the microphone. Welcome back by the way. This is we're still a, a sitting <laughs> in Sakaga. This is uh keep your hands off Isaac in season 1 episode 12. Shibahama UFO Wars. Uh yeah, that was a bit that I was doing, but also I did make myself nervous. So I did have to double check. <laughs> you said a, you said a thing. You said a thing about technical problems and you're like, "Oh Jesus Christ, what if I just summoned technical problems?" Yeah, what if I just spoke it into existence? It's a fun thing for us to joke about on the podcast, but if I lost this fucking recording, Lexi, I'd be pretty fucking upset. Yep. Uh, I wouldn't be pleased. <laughs> no, no, nor would I be. It's happened to us before. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and yet we don't really have a redundancy measure. Anyway, I let's just go <laughs> going forward. Now, how nervous I am, dear listener. <laughs> uh, holding this on pins and needles at all times until I can figure out how to do OBS or something. You have to understand, and this is also not a bit, this is an extension of the bit that I did, but now this is, hi, let's uh, let's be serious for a minute. Um, every time we sit down to record a new episode, I have to make sure with Lexi that she has my old recording before I start a new Audacity file. Because if I delete it and didn't save it and didn't send it to her, then everything's lost. We've we've lost. Do you, you, you delete your backups? Okay, it's a good thing I'm keeping all those then. <laughs> no, I, sa- I save them, but eventually my computer's gonna get, s- like, it's gonna be screaming for release, and I'll have to, I'll have to yeah, delete them. Yeah, it's, it's actually very good that I'm just keeping all of those on mine, because mine's probably the more, uh, stable computing, computer we have. Mine is purposefully mobile. This is a laptop, Lexi. <laughs> um, anyway, we are, we're back at it, with the Shibahama UFO Wars, you know what it is. Uh, we're... The, th- this episode picks up the exact moment the last one left off, which... I don't know if... Did this release weekly? Yeah, How this, re- we, this the... released weekly. Okay. It sort of takes the drama out of it, I suppose, streaming. Mm-hmm. But I suppose that's just streaming. Yeah. Like, I, I watched this simulcast uh, on Crunchyroll when it was coming out. Uh, so. uh, well, Lexi, um, everything's ruined. Yeah. The anime's it, ruined. The anime's ruined because the music's wrong. The music's wrong. Um, it doesn't match any of the dancing that they, they set up. It doesn't match the tone of the movie. Um, everything's fucking wrong. And they, they're like, well, maybe this is the wrong file. Let's check your email, Asakusa. Two weeks ago, sent the final version of the music over. Uh, she just didn't respond to that email. Yeah. Yep, she did. She didn't respond to that email and she didn't just, look at. Yep. Just will not. 
it's didn't look at it, didn't respond, and now it's too late to give direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, boy, Lexi, this uh, this hit me. This hit me pretty pretty hard. This hit me as a gut <laughs> punch. Because uh, have you done work, this to work so hard and so long on something that you care deeply about, only for a single oversight to ruin everything? Uh, pretty fucking upsetting. Yeah. Pretty upsetting. I've had, uh, ooh, I'm getting, I'm getting war flashbacks right now. This is, it's, I, I've had projects that I like spent weeks like on and then I bring it to class and somebody spills their juice all over it. And you're like, I can't fucking believe, I can't believe this. And then you just spend the rest of the day being like, well, if I had, if I had just checked my email every single day, or if I had just not set it down, if I just kept it in my hand, everybody else had theirs in their hand. Why did I set mine down? Yep. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's a, it's a gut punch. It's a gut punch. It's you, you hate to be in that situation where it was just one missed message. Um, it's, it's de- devastating. Mm-hmm. Devastating. If I was Asakusa, I, I would die. <laughs> i i would fade into the ground and cease to be um the person who is really not taking this very well at all is mizusaki who is having a meltdown she had to animate all that fucking derpy silly dancing at the end i would be pretty mad too if i had to do all of that to set to music that doesn't match the demo mm-hmm. uh, and it's different yeah it's she is having an like a full on anxiety attack. She is pacing back and forth. She is freaking out. Uh, Asakusa is like flipping through pages of her notebook, looking at all of the notes she's got, fi- trying to figure out what's going on. Uh, like they're like, we're going to have to do something about this. Uh, the we can't use the demo that we have because that sounds awful. Um. It's just it's just him doing a humming version of the song that he was thinking of. Yeah. They can't they literally can't use any of it because it's just somebody going do 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 Which which is a fucking funny way to send over a demo, but whatever. Um but uh but Connemore's like, okay, uh we're going to have to get some more time. Uh, so let me just handle that real quick. And she has, like, a little moment where she pulls out her phone very slickly and talks to someone on the phone while everyone else sits in silence. And it just, like, we have a problem. Can we fix it? All right. I'll handle it then. Bye. (laughs) And it's just, like... A very curt and understanding uh, uh, bit from Kanamori, and it's just like, that phone do- call didn't go well, but uh, Kanamori's going to have to, like, figure out this situation. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't want to burn a bridge here, right? Mm-hmm. She's being she's being cordial, but uh, she, did have, she does have to cancel their DVD order, because it's not going to be ready in time. They needed it in a few hours, and the earliest they can maybe have it done is is by midnight, you know? Yeah. Early morning. Mm-hmm. And Connor is like, listen, uh, they're not going to be able to do it. We can't ask them to, like, help us out here because uh, our project, like, 
isn't going to do any big business for them. They like they have a workflow going on. If they do this for us, it'll set everything back for them, and we can't ask them to do that. And they um, can't ask the student council for help. They can't ask the school for help because they've been telling the student council and school to fuck off this entire time. So mm-hmm. there's nothing they can do there. Uh, they basically, Kanamori's like, well, listen, I can get you, if you get till midnight, you know. I'll figure something uh, out. I can figure something out, but like you have to, this is a quick turnaround time. You have a few hours. Yeah. Uh, and... <clears throat> Asakusa says, I figured it out. We have to scrap the uh, uh, the dance scene and rewrite the whole story. <gasps> yes. So, this is a bad thing to say in the 11th hour. <laughs> yep. Um, but what she, what, what she means is we'll cut the dance scene, which no longer fits the tone of the music that we have. Mm-hmm. And we can use the shots mostly that we already have uh, in, in, a, in a new order, framing them differently to... S- to fit with the bad, sad music. Yes, uh, and, and uh, <laughs> I do like how uh, she says this, and it cuts to the OP. And when we cut back, Kanamori has her in a headlock. <laughs> yes, she like... <laughs> she's like, "Explain, or I take your head off." Um, which <laughs> is funny. Mm-hmm. Um, she walks. She is trying to walk them through it. Right? There's mm-hmm. they are um saying how they can rearrange the story right and have it have it fit to be sadder they're like uh you know what if instead of everything you know everybody stopping fighting when they hear the bells they keep fighting because nobody changed their opinion yeah they Um, they're they have to keep fighting and then we cut in scenes where uh they they actually have to like get in the way of uh of the other like their comrade, like the people they are were fighting with originally, uh, and they have to aid the enemy essentially. Uh, and like uh, Asakusa is like, actually, this works out great because as I was thinking about it, this whole thing was kind of turning out too neatly. Uh, like coexistence isn't as simple as being able to communicate. There's always going to be like stuff that comes in in between each other. It's uh, it's not this simple. Uh, and like nobody, nobody gets out out of their ships that they were just fighting in seconds ago, and shakes hands and goes to a dance party afterwards. Nobody does this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, there's no such thing as a perfect fifty-fifty split. We see, like, uh, we go into sketch space to see like a deluge of like controversial or like topics that like can get in between each other and like there is just this huge list of stuff that is just like flying around them in the sub uh i don't know if you took a look at this but there's there's some like dark things in here i didn't take a minute to read it i would had to pause the episode um this scene this is like the animators got here and they're like fuck it it's the last episode let's fucking flex our muscles let's show them how good we can do this but uh, yeah they're like asasuka's like on a on a speedboat that's like flowing along the words it's it is honestly it's an overwhelming scene to look at but it is beautifully animated it's beautifully animated and it like really puts the point together that like this is like an overwhelming thing to like get through 
and like uh our like what our anime says isn't is not real it's like a total fabrication and like this like the words that are like flying around goes from like uh recycling all the way to topics like suicide it's it's like this huge like vast list of like topics and like problems people could be dealing with it's it's very interesting and like you can see things that are like very um japanese in nature like uh one of them says don't rock the boat thinking which is a a very uh japanese uh like way of phrasing like just uh giving into like popular opinion essentially hmm. uh and it like these are all like very important and like different things to different people uh and it's just all flying around them very quickly and i think it's a very very uh good way of showing things also the way the characters are colored here is great because like these words are all white on black uh and everyone has these like bright like vibrant colors to them and like the the ship the that Asakusa's in is this like bright purple and it's very it's a very striking visual it is it's a it's, it's really beautiful i would say it's um it's a good it's a good solution i think i think everybody knows it's a better product mm. this is this is the thing though something goes wrong and you have to adapt and you end up liking the thing that you have to adapt to better yes it's the creative constraint except it's more of a less of a constraint more of a consequence mm-hmm. um and it is we've uh they have a new finale which they do not show us yes critically but both uh kanamori and uh mizusaki agree to mm-hmm. uh so it's a last minute scramble for the new finale it's an all-nighter classic all-nighter and Kanamori says, you've got till morning, and, like, the door bursts open, and you see Asakusa and Mizusaki, like, run down the hallway. Kanamori's getting on her phone. It, there's a great montage of things kicking into action. Uh, the, uh, you see, like, as they are speeding along, uh, you see the, uh, the Isaken logo that they have made like uh coming to life uh, as we've seen it before but it keeps speaking speeding up and speeding up and speeding up and uh as like things like really kick into high gear um and uh i do want to point out that uh the isaacan uh logo actually shares a very uh very distinct uh, resemblance to uh, Robot Communications, the uh, studio that, that worked on Isaacin. Oh? Yeah. Uh, let you got me a picture of this? Pull it up uh, to show you uh, the uh, let me see if I can find uh Uh, little gif of this or something. Oh, this one's different. 
This is a different one than I've seen. I don't know where it is. I've seen we'll cut, I've we'll seen a version that. of their of their thing that looks a lot like this like little walk cycle that happens. Um, I believe you. They had to get it from somewhere. Yeah, but anyway, that's just a uh, little yeah, thing. There, the Asakusa Mizusaki hard at work. Kanamori mm-hmm. brings snacks, uh, dusts her hands off, and then goes to get her uh, her power saw. Uh, as she goes to find the mafia club that she was making a deal with earlier and uh, cuts through their door like Jack Nicholson, uh, unlocks it and kicks it open and demands that they make DVDs for her. <laughs> what, what a great solution, Kanamori. <laughs> I can only assume that, that that big electrical saw came out of the budget for the anime club. Uh, which is funny. Mm-hmm. That's it is good. That Kanamori was like, yeah, I'm gonna need a big powerful saw for something at some point. Yeah, when when uh, Kanamori comes back to find the rest of the crew, they are kind of like dead eyed, looking at the at Domeki's screen as they're like putting sounds in, and she's like, all right, I got the DVDs handled. They're gonna need it in 43 minutes and 30 seconds, and they're all like. Absolutely, we got it handled. As <laughs> they all like spring back to life, they the I know this face well. It is the face of someone who's been awake for nearly forty eight hours. Uh, it is uh, the face of the dead walking. Comedy mm-hmm. um, is here though. The day dawns and Comic Con is here. Yep, it is time to go to Comic Con. Uh, we see the, uh, the Isaacan world version of Tokyo Big Sight, which has the little Hasakusa bunny on top of it. It does. <laughs> Did I make a joke about the inverted pyramids already? We've seen it once before, right? Yeah, I showed you the inverted pyramids before. Yeah. Did I make, did I say that it's four upside down Bass Pro Shops? No, you didn't. <laughs> Okay, let's four upside down mass pro shops. I can't believe they got it to put four together, but I guess that's I guess that's just what happens when you're the you know the the biggest indie comic con in Japan. They give you, f- damn Japan, your mom let you have four bass pro shops, inverted bass pro shops, um, um, and they do busy busy day, busy busy day. We get to see like the uh, like the trading of comicet going on here and. We see a lot of things being, like, traded and sold, and uh, one of my favorite ones is uh, you see two women uh, displaying, like, quilts, and, like, these uh, two other women are like, how long did it take to make these? And uh, one of them says, eight years. Eight years? (laughs) How? (laughs) Is that a style of quilting in Japan that takes that long? I am not sure, but... Like, maybe, it may be that, like, all the fabric they weave themselves or something, but Jesus Christ, that's a lot of work to go into blankets. Listen, my grandmother is 96 years old, and she makes, like, a quilt a week, so <laughs> these people are fucking slacking, okay? Uh, I think there's just, like, a whole lot of craftsmanship going on here. We, we see, uh, we see, uh, like... I love to, like, just look at the small details of these things and, like, the things that are being sold. 
there's there's some dudes who are just selling frames, you know? And they're like, I think we're a bit out of our depth here. <laughs> did you see did you see the one that I wrote down was uh it translated was large scale farming machinery anime. Uh yeah. Do you know who what was uh, do you know who was looking at that uh large scale uh far- <laughs> farming machinery anime? I don't. It was the vice principal. She was like hiding behind a pillar looking at it. What the fuck? What <laughs> she, the fuck? She was like, mm, maybe I want to go get that. <laughs> ah, what? What is that? An anime? What? You know. Anyway, I would watch it. I'd put it on our list, I guess. <laughs> uh, uh, if nothing else, just because I'm curious about how they can form a show off of that. But, uh, but it seems like things are... Uh, going a, are a bit slow going for Isaacin. Uh we uh we see Asakusa and Kanamori like doing a doing a few sales and oh sorry Asakusa and Mizusaki doing a few sales and uh Kanamori comes with some food for them. And we also see like a few other side characters we haven't uh, are here. Uh, we see the guy from the noodle shop who's, uh, helping, like, promote Isaacin's stuff. We see Sharptooth Girl and the secretary who are looking at other anime. We see the robot- oh, they're looking at, uh, some calligraphy, actually. Mm. Uh. The- you do see the robot club. Uh, yeah. Uh, we- we see the robot club is displaying their ancient scroll of robots. And, uh- uh, Mr. Fujimoto is here playing an indie fighting game. Good for him. Good for him. Good he's for him. been working. He's been there every fucking Sunday, all year. Mm-hmm. Every... He gets to have Smash Ten or whatever it is in this future. He. It's not. It's a. It's not Smash Ten. You know what's the what's the Smash mod that everyone uses? Oh, I don't know. It's the it's the melee one. Uh. That they put all the characters into. It's it's that one. I've seen this before. I would listen. Yeah. You know can't what I'm talking Mr. about. Can't believe Mr. Fujimoto is a huge indie head. <laughs> uh, indie game head. Uh, loves that shit. He's, he's going at it, too. He's like he's into it. This is what he was doing. He was playing all of his... He was like got his emulation device set up in that fucking bombed out car. Mm-hmm. He was just practicing for this moment. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, lots of stuff going on at, uh, at comic at Lots of stuff Asaku- being sold. Yeah, Asakusa is so tired she is disassociating. Yep. She is floating in a void of tiredness. Mm-hmm. Had, okay, I have to ask you, have you ever had this happen to you? Have you, have you stayed up all night working so hard for, like, a big show or a presentation that mostly what you have to do is sit for it? You got it done. You spent so much time. You worked really hard on it, and now you just have to wait and sit. Um, I don't. I don't think I've had to do this. I haven't. Maybe actually, you know what? Maybe it was probably in high school, though. It was probably in high school because I'm mm. a huge slacker, and I would put off things till the very last moment. And I probably pulled off an all nighter for a presentation that I had to do. Like at at the end of the day, like that sounds like something that I would do, and I, <laughs> I, 
have done this several times. Most of your critiques when you bring in graphic design projects are you sitting around and you stand up for five minutes. Um, uh. <laughs> and then people talk about it and then you sit back down. Um, and me, I'm a poor time management person. I can admit that about myself. Uh, and when you don't manage your time well, it means that you stay up for 24, 48 hours sometimes getting all the work that you didn't do done. Uh, and so it's just like an intense, it's like intense hours of work all night when no one is awake doing all of this work, you know, you have to get done. And then the, the sun rises, the work is done, or is at least is as done as it's going to be. And now what you have to do is go to whatever bullshit thing you're presenting it at and just hang out for like an hour or like an hour or two. Mm-hmm. It's the most bizarre experience because you've been you've been awake all night, right? You've done the you've oh. done the weird you've oh. done the weird you've done the weird thing where you were alone on the planet Earth and then everybody else woke up. They went to bed and then woke up again, and you were still operating on the same like this is just a one really long day to my brain. Holden, I've done the thing where I uh, where I've done that and uh, at like I want to say four a.m. I've just, like, taken a walk outside on a college campus and, like, seen the sunrise over streets that are just completely and utterly empty. It's... It is... It is a, such a bizarre, uniquely creative thing to have spent all night working on a thing and then, and then like have to watch the rest of the world wake up. And I think that's why people are so grumpy when you spend up a lot of time awake, because you're like, I never went to sleep. <laughs> all of you are well-rested, and I've just been on one continuous day. Yeah. You've all, you've all like, flashed forward in your minds. Mm -hmm. I'm still on the previous day. Yeah. Um, um, so they're not having too much fun selling these DVDs. They want to go home and go to sleep. Yeah, uh, I believe... Uh... Uh, the thing Mizusaki says is, I just want to hear some criticism as soon as possible. Like, uh, I, it's, like, selling all this stuff is great, but nobody has, like, seen it yet. Uh, I want to know what they think now. Uh, and, uh, Kanamori comes up behind them with, like, a sign. And, uh, what is, what does this sign say? Uh, let me go back to it. Uh, yeah, it just says Isaac and anime, and she has them put bags over their heads so uh, people supposedly would not be able to do, uh, to tell which one's Asakusa and which one is Mizusaki. Uh, well, I, th I don't I think, <laughs> I know, I don't think that's true. I, I think what the idea is is they don't she doesn't want people to just take pictures of her as they walk past ah so the idea is in order to her her bag on hers is written across the board it says pictures yeah and, pictures okay uh and uh and the whole their whole booth is like oh yeah it's mizusaki she's here check her out so they the idea is that if they want to get a picture with mrs uh mizusaki they have to come up buy a dvd to take a picture with her. They can't just take it over mm -hmm. their shoulder. Pretending like, you know. It's like if you were to... 
go to a Comic-Con and go to the signing area where all of the celebrities are sitting. Mm-hmm. And instead of getting your picture taken with one, you just kind of like get your picture taken with her uh, like a celebrity over your shoulder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, as as they like sign something for somebody else or take a picture with them. Yeah. Um, but, uh, the, uh, the other thing I would like to point out is, uh, they also have, uh, on Asakusa's bag, you have the Isaacan's socials, which is just Isaacan with two N's. Does that do anything? Can you look that up on Twitter? Uh, actually, yeah, let me do that real quick. That would be fun if that, uh... Oh, you know what? It probably, if it, oh, yep, there it is. It's real. It's real? Is it is it in character as this Isaacin group, or is it for the anime? It looks like it's in character because it has, like, uh, it has, like, actual, like, real-life shots that look like they are supposed to be around Shibahama, uh, and, uh, it would be things that, like, uh, Kanamori would have taken pictures of on their, uh, like, travels about, and then there's one that's, like, in the original Sound Club headquarters. Uh, yeah. Hey, that's Looks fun. Real. That's fun! Yeah, there's a, the, there's also the elevator from the clock tower. Um, yeah. This is good. This is a good bit. Yeah, it's a good bit. Do, if you are gonna make an anime that has a social media in it, Make it in the real world, too. That's fucking good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's but fun. The, yes, that's fun. I like that a lot, actually. Uh, as much as we all hate Twitter, uh-huh. uh, does, that's the one fun thing on Twitter. We found it. Yep. Uh, I'm going to, uh, like, just copy this and send it to you. Uh, Thank you. We'll have to retweet this. Yeah. Uh, well, they, this weird, bizarre tactic of bag on head works, right? Mm -hmm. They, uh, they sell, they're selling out of DVDs really quick. It's gross because the condensation from their mouths is making the paper bags wet. Yep. (laughs) Uh, Asakusa puts a little napkin over her, over her wet spot. (laughs) I hate it. Um, it's really gross. But they are, they do sell out of DVDs, which is bizarre because as they sort of are packing up to leave, um, I think Asakusa's like, ha, it's so weird to have sold all these DVDs. We haven't actually even watched it yet. Yeah. Well, they they had to have saved some for themselves. Like, you know. Well, I'm sure they had one, right? Yeah. Or they have the original because they made the DVDs. Oh, well, yeah. go home and yeah. plug their thing in and watch it. Yeah. I'm just, it it's bizarre that they, like, spent all this time on it and they, uh, they didn't, um, they haven't fucking watched it yet. So uh Asakusa's like, hey, let's let's get the fuck out of here and we'll um we'll go back to my place. We'll get like we'll set up in front of the TV, we'll get snacks and shit, and we'll watch it. Yeah, they, they I have to say, good sleepover spread they have. It's a good yeah, yeah. They got pizza, they got snacks, they got soda, they got milk. They got they have a two later sitting on the floor. Uh you know, you know how it is. I think this is where we end the the show, just here they we do get we do we can talk more about the actual finished product here but i i do think it's important to point out that it's so fascinating is the wrong word it's so 
satisfying to me mm-hmm. that this is where the the series ends mm-hmm. is not not in a competition it doesn't end at comedy it ends here in asakusa's room at the end of the night after they spent all this time and have been up for 48 hours with pizza and their friends and they watch a movie together and it's the thing that they worked on i don't it yeah and that's uh, so so true in essence to me of of being a teenager and working on something but also just like working on anything with a team mm-hmm. you don't the thing the the thing about you making something for like for like presentation is that the presentation's like a big important part of your day but then you like you have to go unwind somewhere you can't just like leave on that energy right you don't just like you don't go to your big presentation you don't sell all your dvds at comedy and then like go home and be like what do i do with myself you're like all right let's get fucking pizza get like some some milk we'll get soda f- i whatever you want we're Keep, gonna we're gonna fucking vibe in this moment we're gonna, we're gonna <laughs> you feel that relief coursing through your body do you feel it filling you up like drink yeah we're gonna just fucking sit in it like a <laughs> bath mm-hmm. uh, uh it's so it's so it connected with me so much i've done this right this yeah. is the thing this is what you do as a both a teenager and somebody who worked on projects it's it's very good uh, and we also see very, like very good. We see all of the people who like came and like got the DVDs, like putting them into like getting ready to to watch all the things. Mister Fujimoto has is gonna watch it on his car. What's it? Yeah, that bombed out car. <laughs> Everything's busting at it except for the little Tesla screen. I guess that's a damning indictment of Tesla, right? Yeah, is that all of them got fucking bombed out? <laughs> Uh, but you can still play DVDs on him, so... He's gonna, he's gonna watch this while also playing some Game Boy. We see uh, the the student council's doing it, the art club's together gonna watch it. Uh, like, all, all, all the side characters and a few extras are getting ready to watch the, uh, watch the anime. Even, even the vice pro, uh, the vice principal is gonna watch it. Yeah. They got to her, which yep. means she had to come up and buy one. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't just get that. She had to go up and be like, you won this round, Isaacin, and pay them $10. Mm-hmm. Satisfying. Yeah. Um, while all these people, like, put it in to watch it after they get home tonight, um, Asakusa's cozy on the couch, got a blanket wrapped around her. There's no way she's staying awake for this the, whole movie. The comfiest a person has ever looked. Asakusa is just like absolutely surrounded by a big warm fluffy blanket it's it's it is cozy as uh as uh, someone who is friends with people who fall asleep during movies that's a dangerous situation you if you're gonna watch a movie with your friend that you want them to be awake for you gotta be like no 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 you have to sit a different way mm-hmm. this is not gonna work um, um but we we do get to watch the anime they put it in everybody is sort of watching it at once um it's more of of what you know of the concept we've seen yeah it's uh, the fully realized concepts we've seen uh still like in that uh very isaacan style that they have kind of created for themselves um that is like very distinct from the just just the style of the show um i i do think it's fascinating that this 
this show has so many distinct styles in it they Mm -hmm. have a they have a a, we've talked about this before but they have the the universe like in in universe style of animation that we are watching they have a style of animation to differentiate itself as something that they have animated uh sketch space Mm -hmm. just is a master class on animation styles yeah uh and we see we see like the full battle uh going on and it's it's a very impressive looking at it like they they of course did a very good job of this and like we see the battle unfold it uh you one of the interesting things i uh i noticed is uh before you see like a few times in these last two episodes like asakusa's notes of like the different stages uh or like the different scenes of the movie and it like has the battle uh, battle sequence intensification intensification 2 and you can kind of see all of those like scenes playing out here and like can categorize them in your mind uh which that's a that's a more like directorial bit of like hey this is how you figure out how how you outline kind of what you're going for which i think is a a neat little thing they did um but we see this battle play out the the kappa and the human get shot down they get captured uh they realize we're not so different you and i uh they do the the prayer bell thing mm-hmm. that is supposed to um supposed to oh that's uh, it communicates that yeah. all the stuff that they this see this is where the voice acting would have come in handy because they're trying to give us the brief depiction mm-hmm. of this yes uh, which is not voiced so it's kind of difficult to parse what's happening yeah it's a uh, it's a little difficult that's why i uh, i think there is definitely something missing there in the in the voice work like there there had to be something more there this was probably a more abridged version of what was actually given out to people like yeah this what we're watching is not diegetic right this is there are scenes that are but a lot of the the condensed version of the story here is probably mm-hmm. probably just a, an overview of what of what the, it is so yeah but i mean it's well executed right i think i like the robot more than this bit mm-hmm there's there are some incredible bits of animation in it, right? Yes. The UF the UFOs are incredible. Yeah. Uh, all the the effects with water, uh, air. Uh, I think the gear, uh, like the the mechanisms are really cool. Yeah, and also the sound work is just very great. Uh, yeah, Domeki Domeki fucking nailed it. Good job, Domeki. Good job, Domeki. Blew it out of the water. Um, and uh, we see the. Uh, knowing how it was supposed to end, we see, like, uh, uh, how the battle rages on after, after the bells, it didn't work, so then the Kappa and the human have to, like, get in between their, uh, their allies and, like, try to stop them from, uh, uh, keeping this battle going, and, like, they keep doing this, uh, throughout the day as, uh, their, as their ships run out of fuel until, they at the very end they just kind of have to land and both of them just surrender to the opposing side 
and that's, that's the sad that's the sad finale of it is mm-hmm. i think i towers uh I, that's the the somber note to end on is that he is as much as you would like to strive for for uh like uh, total cooperation and yeah. coexistence the the thing like these are they have to like essentially defect they both defect to opposite sides and maybe they can figure things out now but uh just like this one act isn't the end of uh getting to peace which is very true like yeah and uh as much as they are upset that they had to redo all this work it's a it's a more impactful it's a more impactful piece of of art mm-hmm. at the end of the day can you imagine if we ended on that fucking dance scene God. yeah the the <laughs> animators the animators of this show knew what they like obviously they ha- were sitting in on the on the meetings and and the story progression and stuff so they knew that the dance was going to be cut so they're like let's make it the dumbest fucking dance we can <laughs> let's make it the most cheesy fake shit you've ever seen yeah uh and like once the thing all ends we see we see a bit we see Asakusa like uh, cut half experiencing it all and ha- like absorbing it all into her brain as she just like falls asleep. Uh, well, it's it the the DVD VCR player explodes and the tower that they created, yeah, pops up and the, it starts happening all over town. Wherever somebody has watched it, the uh, the towers pop up. Yeah, that she that you know that were in the work that she created she's asleep to see it but she she isn't asleep to see it but uh also kusa and kanamori are like we'll have to talk to her tomorrow about it uh for now let's let's get going and what asakusa wakes up to is uh she looks well, out well they say well they say we'll have to talk to her about it tomorrow but uh you know what i think it's pretty obvious what she's gonna say and then they 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 leave they go home mm-hmm and she wakes up, looks out the window to all of the towers, all of her work that's yeah. in the world. Yeah, she sees she sees the towers and like the tank flying in the world and she's like, could still use some improvement. <laughs> and then she like we cut to the interior of the Isaacan Club and she like bursts in to talk to them all, and then we get a very good, like, panning shot through like the over landscapes which now have like bits of all of the and like bits of all of the things they've come up with in sketch space essentially like throughout the world until we like pan out even further and we see the entire world and uh holden did you look at the world well it's hard okay so it's hard to say what's what's real and what is imagined here Mm -hmm. right it's sort of a fusing of this is this is the last final flex of the animators right to yeah. show off how hard they can animate which is pretty hard um the the world zooms out and it's sort of a underwater a yeah. lot of it's been hit by comets and such it looks like uh yeah um, it looks like there's been some serious flooding maybe uh as like it's, there's huge lakes uh like dotting the the continents uh around the world and like the ocean lines have like uh intruded deep into like the coastlines and things it is hard to say what is 
what is in her imagination and what is is real here but that's the point i would yeah, say yeah yeah um i i want to circle back that's the the final shot of the anime is this picture of the world according to asakusa mm-hmm. but i i think the the final beat of the show where she opens her window to find this world that she has imagined and built mm-hmm. um and she looks out and it, it's it's not in sketch space right it's, it's in the style it's, it's importantly in the style the in-universe style the diegetic style yeah of animation which means that it is in the terms of the show real right she has built it she has imagined it and it has been something she's created well, and she looks out. She looks out the window at the world that she has made, mm-hmm. not all herself, but you know she was the mastermind behind it, the director at least. And she says there's still a lot of room for improvement. And boy, Lexi, let me tell you, <laughs> that shit fucking got me. <laughs> uh, that got me good, Lexi. Yeah. Uh, I think the last time. Uh, we've actually seen this happen before, but the last time it happened, it was with their first uh, their first project, when the tank came out in front of the audience. Yeah, that wasn't that wasn't sketch space. That that was real. The the shells appeared real to everyone else, and like that that's what's going. The same thing is happening here. It's she has brought the world she always imagined into her mind and uh i don't know if you noticed but um the uh the final uh the final bumper is uh a little gif of a little animation of asakusa running forward and it's done by sumito owara it's good this shit's good that shit's good (laughs) Shit's good, Lexi. <laughs> this show's good. Uh, show's good. Uh, I it just has it has so much to say about what it is to make a thing mm-hmm. and be in a group of people that makes things, and you have to compromise and how that changes what you work on. I I honestly didn't expect that from a slice of life anime um we'll we'll talk about this more next week we have our next episodes our recap podcast episode mm-hmm. um uh stay tuned uh we have some important uh, exciting announcements about that uh but uh for my thoughts right here at the end of this episode i i am struggling to find new words other than it's really good lexi but it it i okay let me ask you this okay how did you like it as a whole as a as did it speak to you in a similar way as it spoke to me yeah this like uh from the first moment i like when i started watching this show originally it really spoke to me and like every time i watch it it has uh like like when i sit down to actually watch it it can bring me to tears like uh how deftly uh the team like works uh like 
illustrates the passion of these kids and how like much pat you can see how much passion was poured into it uh into the work itself and like it is plainly evident uh how much these people care for animation how much they care for the people who make animation and like do they i mean top to bottom top to like at the at the real life animators level to the fake in-universe animation level i i think there's just a deep love for the for the craft Mm -hmm. right do do you interpret the show more as a a ringing deeply true about uh your 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 high school friends and friends that you have when you're young or do you find that it rings more true about uh doing creative work and the process about that it can be both too it's obviously supposed to be both i think it's a little bit of both but i think it does definitely touch more uh on like the relationships that you form with people that you're like working with some something on and like the uh deep like the deep avenues of communication that are formed uh in that way is like the 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 process of like learning to communicate through your work and learning to communicate with the people you work on something with that is those are the two things that are like very patently clear in this show and it's like it has a lot of stuff going on about it it's also talking about how the people and like the place you live affect you and like all of these things it's it's just a very good show about for me it's a very good show about growing up and being a creative person in the world i i really get there's it's i lean as it as a i interpret see a lot of my experiences in the creative work that they do um there's like flashes here and there of like what it is to be hanging out with your friends mm-hmm. doing doing a thing that's either you're all working together on a thing or you're all dicking around doing nothing mm-hmm. um that that are so sincere that it's hard for you not to see it and and connect to experiences that the viewer might have you know um i just i took so much away from from all of the processes the design processes in this show it's just there is it's so hopeful and it definitely obviously it romanticizes the work of a creative person Mm -hmm. in this case anime but it is it's easy to be deeply cynical about that you know it's easy to be like and this and this is why it sucks you know because you have to stay up all night you have to meet rude clients who are idiots and who don't know what they're talking about and you work like a lot for little payoff but i i think you know that's what the facts of the show are if you watch the show that's literally what happens in it but i I think that the writers of the show, everybody involved all the way from the animators to the director understand that those are the things that happen in the, like, as you're doing it, but 
really the 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 thing that you should take from it is the the sense of building a thing it's the sense of like taking something that you feel passionate about and making it real and that's such a that's not something i've seen before when we talk about creative movies you know mm-hmm. yeah it's uh it, it's it's deeply hopeful in in a way that i'm not used to and i it just tickled me it was <laughs> was good i liked it a lot the show is like very very like inspirational and like hopeful for like the people who are in who want to make things like in it in the face of bad times yes in the face of bad times like this is also a place that like has the subtext of uh even when shit, even when shit is rough, yeah. Global <laughs> climate catastrophe. People are still here making things. Yeah, people people aren't going to want to aren't going to just like put down their dreams of like becoming an artist because uh, things get hard. No, they're going to keep trying, and like that is that is like one of the more important aspects of this show that like is, that comes out. Um, I I love it because of that and I also uh I think that like even if the I think that is true even if the like instances are more dire this is like a thing that I've thought about a lot because we live in the world that we live in is that like people are still going to want to make things uh and like it it there need to be like there need to be things in place for people to like still express themselves in those it situ- is, situations. It is, I think the and I, we're pretty far up our own asses at this point. Yeah, but I feel I feel <laughs> like we're entitled about it. I feel like if you were if you're to sum up the show, it is, and if I may be, you know, if I may take this liberty, it is about deeply human experiences of dicking around with your friends and making feeling creative passion in in this overwhelming we'll say doomerism right yeah this this show is anti-doomerism they're like hey you know this shit is really bad well that's okay because you know it's bad it sucks that it's bad but here's some uniquely deeply human things that you're still going to do even though it's bad and that's good anti-doomer ideology anti-doomer ideology and i'm sure you're thinking listener wow that pretty that pretty well summarized the whole show um what could you possibly have to talk about in the next episode and that would be a good point uh but we've already recorded that episode and we have a special guest lexi do you want to uh announce our special guest we'll have on next episode yes uh next episode we are going to have olivia hill uh a great writer and uh tabletop game maker who uh made uh i hunt uh which is a tabletop game about uh basically what if uh vampire hunting was a like sexy <laughs> like gig work <laughs> essentially what if it, what if uh, uh van helsing worked for uber uh you know 
uh, and uh, she also uh, wrote a novel in that setting, and she's doing great work. Uh, Incredibly talented. This is this is this is the thing: is she's doing all of this, uh, this creative good important work in all of the doomerism that we're we're steeped in and we are we're very fortunate to have her on to talk about the show she's super knowledgeable uh i won't spoil what uh what detective in our our study in sakuga canon uh she was uh but it was a good it was a good cut so look forward to that she was uh, really an invaluable guest. Yes, uh, I, I've done the I've done the math, and like when it comes to like times when you don't have a set thing to talk about, the perfect number to people ha- to have is three. We, it's we, three. You yeah, gotta have three people out. if you're not going in with like a like just going off the episodes. So we were it's very pleased amount, yeah. to have her. Like uh, so. That's coming. That's that'll be uh, next week. We'll get that uh, in your timeline. Look forward to that. Uh, it's a really great conversation that we have with Olivia. So uh, check it out for sure. Uh, but uh, for this week, uh, we have uh, studied the Sakura. Nope. What? Oh, we no. Nope. Nope. Holden, where can people find you? Well, Lexi, they can find me on twitter.com at not underscore daredevil. And, and they can they can tweet me there and tell me your 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 uh uniquely human memories of that one time you dicked around all summer with your friends. <laughs> and then also that one time that you stayed up all night in college. Uh that's some romantic shit right there. Yeah. Uh you can find me at Hex of Lexi on Twitter. And you can find the show at SakugaPod on Twitter. You can also email the show at studyinsakuga at gmail.com. Um, we would uh, like to shout out Rainbow Lithium for uh, the excellent artwork that she did for our cover art. Um, it is beautiful, and you should check out her work. She has a, a, a bunch of stuff that goes up all the time. Great portfolio. Yep. Uh... She, someone who understands the creative process. Whoa, that's what we've been talking about. Yeah, it's whoa. Whoa. Check out that. I tied that back around. Uh, uh, If you like the creative process of us uh, just kind of improving as we talk about this show that we like, uh, please give us a five-star rating on iTunes or whatever podcast thing you have in your hand. Uh, the algorithm, we're at its whims. We all are. Yeah. Um, Big Brother is watching, and we don't love it. But if he's going to be watching, we might as well say, "Hey, tell people to look at our show." Yeah. So, uh, please, please give Big Brother five stars and say, "Hey, this is for Holden and Lexi." And Big Brother will be will nod his great big head and say, "Thank you. I understand." I understand. He's not. <laughs> big Brother's not a genie. He doesn't <laughs> nod his head and go. Ah, yes. Excellent. Well spotted. Uh, also, if you're gonna, if you want to give us a five-star review because we had Olivia on, also I won't say no to that either. But also consider sticking around for Lexi and I. Um, I'm not smart, but that's okay because I'm more of uh, more of the comedy element of this anime comedy podcast. So. Um, 
But with all that being said, we have studied the Sakuga. There sure was a lot of it. Uh, we have seen the greatest world unfold before us, and we can consider this case, all of it, closed. I know it's our first time closing a case, like, for good, but, like, what am I supposed to do? Do I just go, like, do I just go to bed now? We gotta do, next week is, is, uh, we're back to superheroes. Yeah, next week we're back to superheroes. We're back to My Hero Academia. I'm just supposed to go and have this, like, deeply profound moment with this <laughs> anime, and next week we're gonna be fighting a bad guy? Come over to my place, we'll have some pizza. Pizza.